0: You're listening to the Aim to Win podcast. I'm Wade Thomas, and I believe that every one of you has a wealth of potential just waiting to come out. And I'm here to help you reach that potential. So now, here's the Aim to Win podcast. Welcome to the Aim to Win podcast, Father's Day edition. I'm Wade Thomas, and today I have two very special guests. I have Hannah Thomas and Landon Thomas, who, amongst other things, happen to be my children. So, welcome to the pod, guys. Hey.
1: Oh, are we supposed to say hi?
0: <laughs> so what we, what we usually do to start off the, the podcast is to get, help get the audience to know you is tell us a little bit about yourselves. Um, what, are you, what do you like to do? What are your hobbies, favorite classes, whatever it might be.
2: Uh, I'm in eighth grade. I like to play Xbox.
0: <laughs> Obsessively. <Okay. laughs> What's your favorite class?
2: None of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, At least we know he's telling the truth. Is that, are you? Okay, well, I'm Hannah, uh, I, uh, I am in, what, 12th grade now? Was in 11th, um, my favorite class is probably study hall or psychology, and what was, what was the other? What's your hobbies? Oh, right, um, sleeping, working, and eating.
0: So. Good. Okay. Good. So I sh- I should say to the audience who's who's not here obviously that we are as we record this it is uh, early in the morning so everybody's a little bit sleepy. But uh <clears throat> so tell me about uh you know you each have different work experiences and different things that you do to to make money. You know Hannah you work a kind of a traditional job Atlanta, and Lana you do some something a little bit different. Um, or, or did before, uh, you know, before things kind of came to a halt. So kind of interested, why don't you tell the audience what it is that you do for work, and, and what, what have you learned?
2: Uh, I kind of, I, so, I ref soccer games, and uh, I literally just get paid for watching little kids play soccer.
0: Yeah, and so why do you do that? What was what, what some of your thinking? I know you shared a lot of it with me before, but why is and uh, soccer interesting to you?
2: Uh, I thought it was, like, a quick way to, like, get money and, like, start to get the – like, to know the game better, to get, like, some of the rules down more. And just, like, share my interest of the game to, like, other kids.
0: Yeah, uh, so you have a couple things going on there. You have the the passion for soccer, and then you have this, you know, this desire to share it with the younger generation, which is great. But also, I I remember, uh, you know, the math that you do in your head to determine what soccer games you ref. Yeah. So how do you choose which soccer games you decide to ref?
2: Uh, whatever ones have the most money in the least amount of time.
0: Yeah. So it's interesting. So, you know, it's, it's working hard, but you figured out a way to maximize the money and you're, you're working smarter, which is just great. Yeah. That's, I guess. One thing, that's one thing that I've always, you know, kind of admired about your thought process. And, uh, so Hannah, so you've you've had experience of working for a couple small businesses and, uh, Talk to me about that. How's that, how's that experience been from the, uh, the teenager's perspective?
1: Well, working for you was like great. Cause I got to work like on my own time and it was just kind of whatever effort I put into it is what I got out of it. Um, and then, well, Duncan was one of the major, like the bigger, like not, it was a big shift from like a smaller company to like a bigger, like, um, mostly, just like you have to follow regulations and like national standards rather than just what the owner wants, so then there's a lot more like pressure to do things right. And there's a lot more opportunities to lose your job. Um, I don't feel that at Menwells. <laughs> um, it is a corporation and it's a pretty large business, but um, at the same time it's like family owned, so they don't follow regulation nor do they <laughs> yeah. uh, really. They're a lot more lax, so. That's fine. Well, yeah,
0: so they, they follow, like, you know, legal and governmental regulations, but you're saying they don't have, like, a big corporate headquarters that tells them what they have to do.
1: Oh, no, yeah, they're very loose on their, like, how things get done. If it gets done, they don't care. And they're more of, like, at Duncan, there were certain things that you absolutely could not do. And then at Menwell's, it's more of as long as you're following, like, safety guidelines, they don't particularly care. They're weird about some things like phones but we can still like do stuff like eat snacks on like while we're on the clock and like do stuff like that which is interesting but I like it so it's okay.
0: <laughs> Wait, so it's more relaxed culture from a uh, it's not like a very strict um, rule-based culture like your that Duncan was it was more yeah of a, you know we want you to get your job done um, but you know if you Wanna take snacks from time to time or if you want to socialize a little bit and it's it's easy, right?
1: Yeah. And there as long as like we're not busy when we're busy, it's a lot more like strict because you know, yeah, it has to be or we're not gonna function. But yeah, they're really um, they give you an opportunity to as long as there's that aspect of freedom. Like as long as you get your job done and you do it well, we don't care what you do after. It's when you're slacking off and not doing your job that they get upset. So like if I finish all of my side work and all of like the requirements of my job at that time and I'm on my phone, they're not going to say anything because I have already done everything I need to, but then there are people who don't do their job and are on their phones and giggling and not doing everything and there's stuff that they should be doing instead and that's where they get a little bit strict.
0: Yep. Yeah, so it's a great example of what you often see between a you know, a more locally owned small business versus a uh you know a corporate a corporately owned business so i think it's just a great illustration you know, it's a lot easier culture and more focused on the results maybe a little bit less on the uh the bureaucracy uh so what's your favorite mexican food
1: none of it <laughs> it all smells disgusting now <laughs> probably sopapillas for me they're pretty good
0: yeah because it's so it's interesting so because like you smell it all day long you kind of Developed a little bit of an aversion to it, huh?
1: I'm kind of like, ooh, <laughs> like, no thanks. I'm good.
0: <laughs> so so no um no more burritos?
1: No, oh, no more burritos. <laughs> Unless I have to. Then I have a question for you if that's okay.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: What style do you think is better? Like between Duncan and Manuels, like what do you think is like better from a like man business management standpoint?
0: Well, that's a, that's a really great question. And so from a, you know, overall business standpoint, what I think is important is that the style matches what the business is trying to accomplish. So if the business wants a very consistent routine experience, then something, a style that has more rules and regulations of bureaucracy within their corporate guidelines, you know, that works. If a company wants a, a relaxed culture, that people feel a little bit more freedom, and you know they they want you know a little bit of a different you know they're willing to take a different experience maybe for their customers than the looser atmosphere that you have at Ben wells makes a lot of sense. So the important lesson there is that you know the culture matches what it is you're trying to accomplish as a business. So the second part of my question is, what do I prefer? Why well, prefer the more relaxed culture myself as you know as an employee? So you know I've 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 enjoyed you know. And and I understand that's not for everybody. Yeah, but I I enjoy the the ability to kind of make my own way and to just get the job done and get results without having to worry about you know guidelines and things like that. There are other people though that function more better, more better, that's not a very good grammar. (laughs) Uh, There's people that function better in environments that are a little bit more rules-based, you know, that they don't have to kind of go off script. And so it really is on both ends. It's the company putting in a, or fostering a culture that fits their business. And it's a person finding a culture that fits their personality. Does that answer your question?
1: I mean, yeah, that's very loop de loop way of doing that. But yes, <laughs> I love it.
0: But sometimes that's what us, um, us coaches and podcast hosts do. We, we go a little bit loop de loop. I go a little loop de loop. Do you have any questions? Landon? No. What's
2: your favorite <laughs> Mexican food, Landon? Uh, I, like meat in them
1: me really so if i gave you a chicken burrito you'd be okay with that yeah
0: (laughs) so um so what lessons have you learned um during your experience roughing soccer
2: uh to like when i play like in my actual games just not to like question like the ref too much because like it's kind of harder than like people think that's, like, more stress when they do that. And then, like, I want to, like, put them that stress on me when I do it.
0: Yeah, so it's almost like you're walking in their shoes. Yeah. So so as I watch you play soccer next year, I'm not going to see any more yellow cards for Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Probably, yeah. Probably will.
1: Well, do you make calls based on you as a player? So you're like, well, if I were to do that.
0: This is the call that I'd be yelling for. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So it spills over into both. That, yeah. That's great. So I understand you guys got a new puppy. Yes. What What she, have you learned from that?
1: She is currently screaming. Um, that I can never have children.
0: No. Yeah. That's <laughs>
1: That's not a thing that can happen.
2: It's kind of hard.
1: It's really hard.
0: Yeah. It's it's hard work uh, raising a puppy, but, you know, you find it, just like children as they get older, they're, you know, it becomes a little bit easier. At least, at least a little less hands-on.
1: And at least we can just leave all the gross stuff to mom. We can just say, like, no, thank you. I'm good. I don't need to clean up, like, her accident. I'm good.
0: So, so you've learned a skill of delegation. That's good.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. <Yeah. laughs> Very conveniently so.
0: So... We're releasing this uh, this podcast on Father's Day, and, um, you know, I think there'll be a lot of fathers listening. So what, what advice do you have to give the fathers of the world from a teenager perspective?
1: Um, well, one thing I say is, like, just from a teenager's perspective, like, I'm really close to being a doll, uh, like – getting ready to move on into the independent lifestyle and i think you guys have done a really good job at like letting me learn my own lessons like being a little more lax on a bedtime like letting me learn that staying up late doesn't equal very good results like kind of makes you feel bad kind of like letting me almost like fall a little so that i know how to get back up because i don't know i feel like that freedom when you get really close to getting like to adulthood is really really like helpful like I've learned a lot of stuff that like if I hear it from you I'm like oh whatever but when I learn it myself I'm like oh (laughs) maybe yeah maybe we don't do that so that's my
0: very very
2: good advice what was the question again
0: (laughs) so what advice do you have for all the fathers that are listening today
2: oh uh be nice to your kids and uh teach them good lessons so they could turn out to be good children like us
0: (laughs) all right so you're basically saying i'm doing a good job good yeah he's also
1: saying he is a good job like
0: yeah absolutely it really is a team effort yes so so we're we're about out of time, but as we wrap it up, is there any um anything any closing comments you want to make for uh, Father's Day? Uh, well, happy Father's Day. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> Very much.
1: Thank you for having us though. It's been yeah, really
0: nice. This was great and a, and a really some great insights from the teenage mind. I really appreciate you guys taking the time out and um you know, I want to wish everybody that's listening today Happy Father's Day. Yeah,
1: we want to wish you one last Happy Father's Day and that we love you and that we're so proud of the business you've built for yourself.
0: We're yeah.
1: very proud
0: of you. I appreciate that.